Good evening, good evening. Dr. Gary here. Dr. Gary on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. Today's topic is going to be the attorney's opinion of selling a dental office to a buyer via slow transition and their opinions. We're going to get into what happened uh, not even 24 hours ago. We'll talk to you about that. So anyway, uh, we're now doing this dental practice brokerage for 12 years. I was a dentist for 25. And uh, we have 10 employees and we're growing. We have two CPA accountants, marketing director, operations director, five development acquisition people. So we are really excited about this. Uh, our contact info is dentalpracticeguide.com, nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com, 201-663-0935. Feel free to call us anytime you want a free consultation, a free appraisal. We're more than happy to accommodate you. You have a question that you're not sure of, give us a call. We'll help you out. We're doing this long enough. We don't have all the answers, but we've been through a lot many times. Every deal is different. We learn on each deal. But we're humble enough to say we're still learning because there's always something new that happens. So anyway, um, the information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not legal or business advice. If you're thinking about selling to a large DSO, corporate dentistry, call us. Because often they will pay our commission, so therefore there'll be no commission to you. And sometimes, uh, and we know how to pick and choose who we think are the best ones because we see how, what they're like. Negotiating, moving forward, putting deals together, going to contract, see what they put on the letter of intent and then see what the contract says, make sure they're similar. Setting our buyers up with the best banks, the best attorneys, uh, that's kind of our MO. I've just been doing it for a long time. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a DSO, call us because we, we know who the best ones in the country are and we deal with them on a daily basis. We're in the trenches, we know how fast they move, we know their attorneys, we know what their uh, post requirements are, how, how happy the doctors are that are attending, that, are, that they bought and still stay with them. So there's a lot going on there uh, and we could share that with you. So uh, we could even sometimes, under certain circumstances, get the legal fees paid reimburse that closing. So give us a call. We'll give you a rundown on that. So what's going on now? The, I spoke to one of the attorneys yesterday and we were talking about the doctors that want to do the slow transition that slowly move the buyer in and they slowly phase out. It sounds great, doesn't it? Attorney doesn't like it. This is a dental attorney who's been doing this for 12 years, uh, for 15 years. He said, here's the problems. You want him to buy in in the beginning, maybe he buys a little half of it or a third of it or a quarter of it. He's now a partner. What do we know about dental partners? They fight, they break up, they don't get along. Dental partnerships historically don't last long. Most, there are some that will last last very well, but there's a lot of issues that come in, into effect. So the attorney was talking about that. Then you have the associate there. What happens if the associate that just bought in gets divorced. His wife now says, I want his third of the practice and I'm going to sell it to somebody else. Well, who says you really have a big choice in who to um, choose, right? Who are you going to choose? He's going to go out and get, or she's going to try to sell it to somebody that she doesn't know probably. 
and now you have a third partner because the kid the buyer had stock you got a third partner that you may or may not like secondly the buyer comes in this is coming from the attorney so I, I mentioned some of this the other day but now it's coming from the attorney he says what happens if he pisses off the staff or he starts dating one of the staff and it doesn't work out she quits she doesn't want to look at his face anymore or her face anymore and she quits now what do you do you're out a dentist because maybe he'll quit too um, or one of them is going to quit. You're down an employee one way or the other. It is just so loaded with problems. Now this, what does the dental attorney says? What about the value of the practice? You could value it right now and say, this is what we think it's worth, but he's going to be working in there building up the patients. What if he wants to bring patients in? What if he has a hundred patients that he wants to bring in? Now he's increasing the size of the practice. He's going to start yelling, hey, this practice is worth more because I'm here and I built it up. And we say, no, we value the practice. We, you know, we're coming in for the appraisal. No, we value the practice on day one before you started. So now he's arguing. And then you have him in a contract. Let's say you don't get along with the new. Don't forget, you have two partners that have been getting along for 50 years or 430 years. Now you have a new partner that you may not get along with. So how do you respond to all this? And now you're not getting along with the partner. And it's a problem. So he wants his money out. Now it's another problem. You have him in a contract that he supposedly can't leave. Or if he leaves, he pays a uh, uh, cancellation fee, if you want to call it. Now he says, I'm not paying you. I'm going to sue you for failure to perform on the contract. It's like, oh, no, what do we have now? So now you deal with lawsuits. You want to get into a lawsuit? I hope not. But that's what, what can happen. Uh, then the staff gets turned off. It could work out great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be Mr. Gloom Doom. I'm just trying to say, what did the attorney say to me? And this is what he said. What happens if the new buyer wants to buy all this new equipment? Is it the office equipment? Is it his equipment? Why is it the new buyers immediately need all this new equipment and nobody can work on what you have? I've had enough associates over the years. I know that. But those are, those are problems that could happen. And then how are you going to phase him out? I mean, because at one point he's going to buy the practice. You're going to have to stop working. If it's the two of you, which one's going to slow down if he only wants one to stay? So the problems keep mounting again and again. And then why wait? Why wait another year? I mean, just get an employment contract together. Tell the buyer I have to work here for a year. So I'll sell it to you now, but I need one two, one day a week or two days a week, please. Just give me that. Maybe I could treat the old patients. You treat some of the new patients. I just want to work a year. But my, you know, before my health fades and I have another friend that just got sick, uh, I would like to, uh, you know, cash out now, the seller's saying, and then stay on for a year. And you have two partners, you decide who can stay. Usually both of them can't stay because the buyer has to produce about 70% of the work for the place to be productive, about 70%. So, a lot of moving parts in these deals, a lot of moving parts. But as per the attorney says, sell the practice outright to the new fellow or gal. You, the doctor, become the associate doctor and work there for a year and you get your year to work out. You don't have the pressure anymore of running an office. And if it doesn't work out, you've had 40 years that you've been successful. Just put it behind you. 
They'll have to wait for somebody else, but you don't want to put the staff through that. You're selling, you're not selling. We like the doctor, we don't like the doctor. It's a problem for the staff. So staff is invaluable now. So you've got to figure out what you're going to do here. So as per the attorney, don't do the slow buy-in. If the young doctor, male, female, is interested, sell it to them. Write a new employment contract, see what happens. But do not, under any circumstance, uh, do the slow buy-in. This is one person's opinion. You can get other opinions. All right, signing off. I'm still working. Got to meet a doctor now. I'll see you, team. Goodbye.